Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is November the 13th, 2022. Hopefully this episode is finding you well. Hopefully you're doing all right. Hey, better than all right. Let's aim for that. Let's aim for good, if not great. Uh, so far for me, it's been good. Sunday's been good. I had a good Saturday, good weekend. Let's see, food corner wise, not too much to report. You know, more or less talked about the big meal of the week. Uh, I did make some Oreo. This is gonna be, I guess, a little weird. Not, they were they were cookies, like cookies that you bake, but they had um, bits of Oreo in it. So, like in the batter, and then like you know, little bits throughout. It was pretty good. I mean, overall, it just you know, we're talking Pillsbury here, so. It was, it was good. It was fine. I enjoyed eating it. I added um, some caramel syrup to them because I could. Because <laughs> I'm a fatty. Um, but I'm actually going to do it a little. Switch the form, format up a little bit. I'm going to take my break at the beginning. Huh? Sorry for the dead air, but um, first article we got from Reuters, six dead in Istanbul blast. Erdogan says it smells like terrorism. So there was a explosion that took the lives of six people and injured 81 others. Um, it took place on a pedestrian street in c- central Istanbul. Um, and, uh, you know, the Turkish president Tayyip Erdogan has um, more or less said, hey, this looks like a terrorist act. Now, um, him and his vice president, uh, Fuat Akte, um, and then also the interior minister... Uh, Soliman Soylu visited the site of the explosion after the explosion. Um, let's see. I I imagine that you know there's going to be investigations and stuff launched. Um, no one has claimed responsibility for the blast, uh, but um, Istanbul and other Turkish cities have been targeted. In the past, by Kurdish separatists, Islamist militants, and other groups, including um, in a series of attacks in 2015 and 2016. So, you know, there's more there from the Reuters article, but um, that was kind of breaking news I wanted to kind of cover for today. Some news that took place over the week, and I, I, it's still ongoing, but I got this from Al Jazeera. Italy allows 89 people to disembark rescue ship after days at sea. A German humanitarian ship docks in southern Italy where all 89 asylum seekers on board are allowed to disembark. So that header is the good news. Uh, And sadly, that good news was hard enough as it was to get in the situation. Uh, More or less, um, Prime Minister Georgia Maloney's, her new government, you know, is very 
you know, radical right. Uh, and essentially they are sticking to the script that they have written, which is they really wanted to crack down on any kind of illegal immigration and they want to keep a strong front and face in this. And so when this vote, which was the Rise Above vote, um, and uh, also others, there are other charity, um, which I think they have them here, but um, one was German charity SOS Humanity, and the other was France Doctors Without Borders, um, also the MSF. Oh, it's like a French word. I'm not going to try to even go for that one. But, you know, essentially they're docked as well. And um, let's see, I believe he kept four ships at sea. And although it allowed two to dock in Sicily at the weekend, it has only let off the most fragile people, mainly women and children, leaving about 250 still on board. So that's just something that's really sad to hear. Like, they are taking the people who are like, okay, you know, you're young, you're, you know, a woman, you're, you know, infirmed, what have you, like, from the travel, we'll let you off, but everyone else has to sit here in this, in this boat, and you can't get off, and they're more or less telling the boats to leave, and essentially the boats are like, no, like, we have literal like reason to be here this is a humanitarian thing Uh, to turn us away would be like i think against the geneva conventions like you can't do this kind of shit um and i and i I would think you you shouldn't even have to go this far you shouldn't even have to take it to legal means to um you know simply take care of people like at the end of the day it's more than likely that these people are not going to be able to stay anyway especially with how harsh Italy is with immigration, so at least allowing these people to dock, be taken care of, intended to, get some time on land for a second, Jesus Christ, I, I don't know, it, it really rubs me raw that um, this is a thing, that they have taken it to this level, um, let's see here, what else I wanted to kind of glean here, there was another, like, I, a group from another country, I think, or no, 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 um, Italy's, this is a thing I want to read, Italy's Deputy Prime Minister Matteo Salvini, head of the Anti-Migrant League Party, mm, yummy, cheered the development, tweeting, onwards like this, Italy will not be an accomplice of human trafficking. Is anyone starting to get this? Uh, which is a, t- a, a line that is even echoed here in America when we talk about immigration that and also i've heard it in the uk a lot of just european western thought is like well we are trying to stop human trafficking that's a big deal it's a huge issue and that's a lot of what's going on in these um in these migrant stories and it's like you are taking one aspect of this issue and focusing on it and saying this is why we need to like be barbaric to other human beings who are looking to get out of situations of extreme poverty of you know violence oppression like they're trying to get out of really bad areas and situations um in a lot of ways that are globally caused by western countries that's a whole other podcast 
but it's, it's ridiculous to me that people just completely lose their hearts on these kind of issues. Um, it, it, it's a greater good thing to me. At the end of the day, it's not like these people are going to even get processed and become, you know, Italians. Um, we're just talking about just giving them the things they need to live, you know, basic human rights stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, with the new guard, I guess in Italy, it's, it's a little bit weird for that. Um, but I wanted to talk about that. Uh, just kind of got, I got around to it a little bit late, but hearing that at least one of the boats had gotten, you know, their 89 people off the, the boat to get, you know, what they needed was, was good to hear. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> up next, we have Yahoo Finance. Um, Tyson Foods CFO arrest for public intoxication, trespassing after found asleep in strangers' home. So this was uh was weird. It was a weird story. Uh, I I know I covered in weeks prior the um, CEO or CFO, whatever he was. I think he's CEO uh, of Beyond Meat. He got into a whole fiasco um, over some like you know, driving road rage type thing, and he went crazy, uh, beat a dude up, all this shit, wow, I think he bit a dude's ears, <laughs> so, so that, that, I thought that was taking the cake, but apparently the, uh, chief financial officer, John R. Tyson, was, um, arrested over the weekend after police say they discovered him asleep in a stranger's home. Now, apparently this person... Um, like who called it in? I think she's like a yeah college age woman. They haven't identified her, but essentially she called and said like someone was in her house. Um, people assumed you know it was like maybe like a burglary or something like that. But she you know explains like no, this dude's like asleep in my bed, and you know they come in, they find him. Apparently he's taking his clothes off, he's asleep, and they wake him up. And he is more or less trying to do the thing that, you know, a drunk guy or drunk gal, whoever, is just like when you try to wake them up and they go, oh, oh, oh no, 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 oh, oh. And, you know, trying to, to stay in bed, the bed that was not his, but he was trying to stay, stay asleep. Um, so they weren't having that. They got him up and out of there. But, um, yeah, he is going to be charged. For that, uh, with, yeah, public intoxication, criminal trespass. Also, this Tyson guy is, like, 32, my age. So, it's, like, that's crazy. Crazy that he has, you know, quote-unquote risen up in this way. But now, granted, this is definitely a keeping it in the family thing. I mean, if you've noticed that his name is John R. Tyson. We're talking about Tyson Foods. So, you know, I believe his father is... um, yeah, his father is John uh, John H. Tyson, and um, he, he's a chairman, chairman of the board or chair member, whatever. And then his great-grandfather, uh, who is John W. Tyson, obviously I like to keep these names consistent, um, he is the founder. Was the founder? Um, I'm assuming he's not, or I don't know, I don't know. I'm not looking it up. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, he's done other things. Uh, prior to joining Tyson, he did roles in investment banking, private equity, 
uh, oh, a venture capitalist. We love a venture capitalist. Um, yeah, he did some stuff. Yeah, JP Morgan. So, yeah, apparently got a little too loose with the juice. Uh, it's no good. I'm glad he didn't do anything weird besides, you know, getting, you know, taking his clothes off and going into someone else's bed. That's obviously highly strange. But, like, you know, at least he didn't do anything to anybody physically. Like, that's a good good thing. God, he didn't bite anybody's ears off. Um, so, yeah, we can roll on out from there. This is a, a local story I heard kind of just listening to some news and stuff online. And I wound up looking it up and seeing. I was like, God damn, that's so sad. But, um... I got this from Fox 19 now. Okina man indicted on aggravated murder charges. Um, so the suspect mentioned is Austin Combs, who's 26. Um, he is accused of shooting and killing 43-year-old Anthony King um, on November 5th. Uh, let's see... And and now the reason it's like, I mean, there's a shooting, you know, every day, you know, multiple times in America. That's not strange. You know, obviously that, that's a local thing that happens here. But I the motive that is being alleged um, is just to me really like sad and really, you know, disturbing. Not that any, uh, there's no good reason to kill anybody, obviously, but... I guess maybe not. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Sometimes people will cook to try to find a reason to fucking pull the trigger on someone, which is really, once again, upsetting. I'm using that word a lot for this one. But um, while it's unknown why the shooting occurred, King's wife told Dispatch that Combs had come over multiple times accusing her husband of being a Democrat, according to 911 calls. So, I mean, look, you're telling me that you assume, think, whatever, hey, this guy is, you know, he's supporting the libs, and, you know, he's part of Biden's America, he's always a part of the problem, and you ratchet this up in your head day after day after day after day after day, and you make it so big, so important to you, that you have to blow this guy away? Like... And I think he was literally tending the gar- a garden and stuff with his wife, just having a just having a day, like enjoying the good random weather we're having in November, and all because of his quote unquote political you know allegiances or choices, whatever. You're just gonna end him like that? Like it's insane. Um, it's crazy that you hear more and more stories like this. But the only difference is that it just seems to become closer and closer to your backyard. Um, and, and I'm not just saying that this is a right-wing issue. Extremism is something that is a problem on all sides. It's, but there's just without a shadow of a doubt in my mind that you are seeing it more from people on the right in America. I, like, I, and I would say, honestly, internationally. Um... But yeah, it's definitely a bummer. It's really sad to hear. And, you know, the condolences to the family. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I hear anything about trials and stuff, maybe. But this being such a local thing, I, I don't know. It might be a lot of work. But but hey, maybe so. Um, and, you know, if I do, ha ha But we got one more to go. So, you know, I'm going to 
Started the same way I finished. <laughs> Ooh, wee. Ooh, this is kind of a random tangent. I hear they're making like new kind of drones or something at Amazon called like a Sparrow. And apparently these are going to like, they say that the tagline is they're going to help make things more efficient at Amazon. But essentially what that means is probably less workers in the future of the human variety. Um, I'm saying this because I'm looking at a um, Amazon ad right now telling me I can get a job. Free training helps hourly employees. Um, it's just crazy. Also, I expanded thoughts. I don't know if I really nailed it the way I wanted to about the whole Facebook thing. It's still crazy to me that so many people are getting laid off under the guise of like inflation and, you know, quote unquote, Zuckerberg's bad call, at least according to his statement. But really, though, his bad call was banking on this whole idea that the metaverse was the way. It was the truth. It was the light. And it was going to make him so much fucking money and that people were going to flock to this thing after COVID because, you know, what else are they going to do now? And it's like, no, they're going to go outside, dude. And plus, this is like a shitty-ass fucking Wii experience. Like, you create one of these little characters, they do not look cool. They do not look authentic, like, real people. Like, no, dude. Like, people... And I've said this before when it comes to my, my, um, like, what would it take for me to get plugged in? I'm like, this shit gotta look real, yo. Like, I need the Star Trek, like, simulation level thing. Like, you know what I mean? I need at least Assassin's Creed sit in the chair and, like, you can, like, play out historical memories in the Animus. Like, it's gotta be deep. And there's no way you're telling me oh, you can wear this clunky-ass headset and it's probably going to make you nauseous um, and fumble around while you talk to your friend on VR chat, which, if you ever go into VR chat, that's a hellscape. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy to me that he thought that that was just such a great idea and still continues to think that. I don't think he's backed off of it, despite the fact that investors are leaving, they're hemorrhaging money, and now they're at a place where they're like, well, I guess we do need to trim the fat to keep staying like viable, but it's like... Maybe coming off this badass idea would have been, like, better. <laughs> but uh, you can't tell him nothing, and it's, it's his company, I guess. Yeah, I guess he doesn't have, like, no one's going to be, have the balls enough to vote him off, I guess, on a board. I don't know. But it, it's just crazy to think that this man's going to try to do more with less um, while his all-in bet is just failing day after day. Um so sorry about that. Thank you for listening to that part. Uh, that's not the last article or anything. I just, I just felt the need to, like, expand on that thought. Um, but I got this from CBS News. Children illegally hired for graveyard shifts cleaning JBS meat plants, Fed say. So I thought the story I'd covered earlier, I think it was like a Honda plant or something like that. They had, a like, a young... A, a uh, teenager working, uh, I believe she was a migrant, and they were just running that situation. It was a whole kerfuffle. I was like, that's big. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, I know that these things could happen. Crazy to see it happen. The fact that I'm hearing a story that 
you know, we haven't even gotten a year from that, and at least 31 children um, were, you know, allegedly legally hired, um, ranging in age from 13 to 17, and they were there to fulfill the company's sanitation contracts at JBS plants in Grand Island, Nebraska, and Worthington, Minnesota, and at Turkey Valley Farms in Marshall, Minnesota, uh, according to Labor Department officials. So, I mean, that's wild. And seeing, like, they have pictures and stuff of... Excuse me, there's a burp. They have pictures of them doing all this cleaning. They're handling, like, these high-powered equipments that obviously you should be at least 18 years or older to operate. Um sadly hearing that these kids are like getting like hit with caustic chemical burns at the age of 13 it just sounds so dystopian it sounds so fucked up and now granted it's not necessarily like jp uh, jbs and, and uh, you know if you've heard me cover one of these stories before uh these companies have really good ways of getting around it because a lot of times it's through someone else who they're contracting these workers through, so they kind of don't know, per se, and it's kind of maybe off their books, but um, I think it is, uh, what is it, the Packers Sanitation Services, or PSSI, um, and essentially, you know, through them, they were getting these workers, and they were working, um, but also, you know, there's been intimidation on these kids to, like, not talk to, you know, people doing the investigation. Uh, there's been deletion of records to try to, like, you know, hide the truth. It's just, this is a whole-ass fucking mess. Um, let's see. Initial evidence indicates PSSI may employ minor children under similar conditions at its other 400 operations across the country so i mean this is just what they can like prove like these are things that they feel like they have dead rights on um i mean it's wild man and at the same time it's wild but under the fucking state of affairs system that we have at the end of the day these people just want to make the most money for the cheapest fucking amount they can and if they can hire these these kids, these literal kids, to work for fucking less than whatever and have them do the job and they get to, like, shave a little bit more money into their pocket, they'll take it. And they'll do it time and time again. And um, obviously shame on all these people. Um, I wish that we had better ways of tracking this and keeping up with it, but... I mean, allowing the system to actually work and protect kids and stuff like that would inevitably affect the bottom line. So I feel like it, these things never get worked out too hard. There's always cracks to get slipped through, um, which is very sad and it's very depressing. But, you know, hopefully these kids are in better situations now. Uh, obviously, you know, from their end, I totally understand. I think we all have that thought. Uh, you know, you're striving for independence, and, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, walk with me here. You know, you're striving for independence. You wanna, you know, have money. To, you know, have your own autonomy, all that shit. So, like, yeah, you want to work. I remember I wanted to work. 
as a kid, I wanted to like potentially do some McDonald's. I wanted to like potentially do Kroger, but I'm glad that my parents were able to give me a chance to have a childhood, to give me a chance to be a teenager and like focus on school, all that shit. Um, but mind you, <coughs> a lot of us have those thoughts, but imagine you're in a situation where your parents are not in a good place. You know, the whole family is struggling and you're doing the best you can to get by and everyone is and you have you have to find something and this company is offering you an option it's offering you a chance to make some money so i i get it i get the allure i get how you get into this situation but that's on the people who are doing the hiring like that's legally fucked up um it also in this article it does throw up the fair labor standards act um, which I'll go ahead and read this real quick. Uh, the Fair Labor the Fair Labor Standards Act prohibits minors 13 years old and younger from working and 14 and 15 year old employees from working later than 9 p.m. from June 1st through Labor Day and past 7 p.m. for the remainder of the year. The law also restricts the number of hours minors can work on school days and prohibits kids from operating hazardous equipment. So it's like I imagine they're kind of like listing this to maybe show like the quote unquote defense if it does come to light that this like happened, which I mean, it does. Like I said, they have pictures, but I know that the company um, like PSSI has like come out staunchly and said, no, we haven't hired anyone under age. We like, we, we don't do that. Um, that's against our practices. Um, so essentially maybe they're going to try to use that as like some kind of loophole or what have you, but that, um, most likely isn't going to hold up, especially if you have pictures of these kids handling things they should not be handling, doing things they shouldn't be doing. Like these are the kind of, like, like these the jobs you're supposed to be getting, like I said, are like really casual, chill jobs. They're not supposed to be backbreaking, dystopian ass fucking labor at meat packing plants. Um, I don't know. Call me crazy. I know I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a dude. But I, I'm just I'm I'm assuming that working through the lens, that's not going to line up. But um, thank you for sticking around. That's more or less all we have for today. Um, gosh, gee, willikers. Uh, if you'd like to support, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Isaiah News. There's a lot of goodies on there for ya. Um, but yeah, become a newsie. Uh, it's $5, so you know, there's that. It is a little money, but the money does go to a good cause. It helps me out. It helps the podcast out. Um, you know, hopefully I would like to expand, make better equipment purchases, things of that nature. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd like to blow up, but you know, I do this shit for free anyway, but you know, uh, also you get bonus episodes that I have on my Patreon, essentially get to like catch up, get the full, um, I don't want to say the full load, but I do, but you know, just more news. It's just more expansion of things, more expansions on my thoughts, on uh, what's going on in the world. Um, let's see. And then you also get a shout out and discord access. So, you know, things to keep in mind, but I really appreciate you just sticking around, being a friend, or if you're an enemy listening, I actually appreciate that you did that. I'm glad that you're taking the time to learn 
about me in the world, the world through me. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but whoever you are, wherever you are, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.